0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Online Seller UK podcast. My name is Prabhat, your host and founder of Online Seller UK. And today I've got a really interesting topic, the economics of repricing. And we'll be talking about this with Adrian from Seller Snap. Adrian, welcome to our podcast.
1: Hi, Prabhat. Lovely to be here. Thanks for having me. Excellent. So, Adrian, why don't you introduce yourself and then we can go into the topic. Sounds like a good plan. Um, so, hi, guys. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening in. Um, my name's Adrian, and I'm the head of product here at SellerSnap. Uh, SellerSnap is a repricing and analytics tool that focuses on a, a game theory-inspired approach to repricing technology to help our, our customers, Amazon sellers, win uh, the highest percentage of buy box possible at the highest possible profit margin.
0: Excellent. I think that's, that's like... Um... Hearing a music to many many people's ears, I think so on that. So, (laughs) So so let's talk about so how what what does this economics of repricing means and how does it work?
1: yeah so we, we sort of coined this term inter, uh, this, coined this term internally um, repricingomics. and essentially when we're talking about repricingomics, we're talking about the dynamicism of the marketplace and how economic principles reflect in their own specific way within a competitive listing and so you know as someone that's come from the customer facing side of the repricing world, I think there is a disconnect between what consumers of repricing technologies want their solutions to do in the marketplace and what is actually possible. Um, and so when we're talking about repricing or repricenomics, we're talking about the market powers, the levers and the buttons that Amazon uses in order to keep marketplaces um, and prices within the marketplace low and how you can kind of combat those levers and improve your profit margins. Yeah, that is the thing. So a lot of times a repricer
0: is related or or many people realize repricer is to
1: lower the price, but that's not the case, is it? No, that's correct. That's exactly correct. So a lot of repricing technologies out there, specifically rule-based repricing technologies, have a habit of going into penny dropping or price wars. And so the way our system is designed to work is to, where possible, raise the price. And win you the percentage buy box share that you deserve also sacrificing a percentage of buy box share to your competitors in exchange for winning a higher profit margin, which is the ultimate goal, is high profit margins. And something that we hear a lot from customers is, I wanna win the buy box 100% of the time, and I wanna win it at the highest price. And they're sort of contradicting statements. Because we know that the main contributing factor behind winning the buy box is price. And if you want to win it 100% of the time, you generally speaking have to be priced below all of your competitors 100% of the time. So if you're willing to win the buy box at 50% of the time or 33% of the time, depending on how many competitors you're competing against, then you can win it at a significantly higher price. Okay. So this is interesting. So. Are we saying
0: that, um, so maybe we've got 1000 SKUs there on the mm-hmm. account and uh, it may not be profitable to reprice all of them towards the bottom of the uh, competitions, right? So how does your system work then? Does it recognize um, the the
1: profitability of the product in real time and then tweak the price in real time? It's, it's a fantastic question. Um, it's, it's not necessarily something we do directly. Mm-hmm. The system is looking for the optimum or the equilibrium price in which to sell for that gives you the percentage share that you deserve based on the com- amount of competitors that are competing for the buy box that are similar to you. So, you know, if you're an FBA seller, how many other FBA sellers are competing for the buy box in a specific period of time? And then based on that calculation, and the system's doing that in real time, working out that calculation, it's saying, well, we have to win or lose more or less buy box share in this moment in order to maintain a high price. So instead of just looking at the price or all the prices of all the competitors in this moment, we're looking historically at the price changes your competitors are making, how much buy box share you've made historically, and then making decisions to predict the future and what the price should be in order to maintain that percentage share of buy box that you deserve. Sounds very
0: complicated to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's, 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 it seems complicated, but it's, it, it isn't, it isn't really. It's, it's just like it's like going back to you know university or high school to you know a 101 economics class. You know, we know that the more the, the higher amount of competitors there are in a marketplace, the higher chance of competitiveness and the lower prices. So if everyone in the marketplace accepted that concept and said, Well, if I try to win the buy box 100 percent of the time, we're gonna tank the price and everyone's gonna lose. So let's share the buy box a bit. Then then you have a chance of raising the prices for everyone, and everyone sort of ha- Wins and ends up in a better situation. Excellent. So, so talk me through. Uh, so, buy box is a issue for a
0: lot of a lot of people who are selling or reselling the products. Um, and it can be very very tricky during the peak period. Like, okay, Valentine's Day is coming, so that's mm-hmm. the peak period. Uh, we we went through a Christmas period, so those sort of peak period. So, what sort of strategy uh, sellers should have?
1: to, to win the sales and also increase the profit? Mm, I, I think it's a, a fantastic question and definitely, you know, especially in li- the li- lead up to Q4 um, peak periods like Valentine's day, black Friday, they, these are uh, a really important moments for sellers. You know, uh, a lot of people make most of their revenue or profit in these periods and to have a, a bad, um, you know, a one or multiple bad periods, where there is high velocity or a chance for high velocity can be, you know, a significant impact on someone's business. Um, ultimately, I think strategizing in these these periods comes down to um, preparing in terms of, you know, having the right inventory in stock, your high velocity items with high profit margin and preparing in terms of the strategies for repricing. So you know your business objectives, and then you set the repricing technology up in a way that meets those objectives. And the way I guess you do that is by understanding your business, by using the analytics available to you, which listings have the highest profitability and have the highest velocity. And we're going to spend our money getting more inventory of those that fit those parameters into FBA fulfillment centers to make sure that when we're selling our goods, we're moving them through. We're keeping our, you know, IPI scores in a fantastic place and maximizing profits along the way.
0: Excellent. So that's good. Um, so um, I think we've covered most of the things that I wanted to. Is there anything else you want to add in terms of buy box?
1: In terms of buy box, um, you know, n- not necessarily um, in terms of buy boxes as in a as a a single structure um, concept. But I I did want to mention that, you know, this whole concept of repriconomics is something that, you know, SellerSnap has been working tirelessly on to communicate to customers. So I think the industry has a more transparent understanding of what's occurring in Amazon. Um, And to to share this information, our organizational knowledge with um, our customers and with the space, we are um, currently writing up an ebook um, repricing economics—the economics of repricing—which which should be out and available to the public by Q1—and um, there's going to be some really interesting insights in there about the buy box and about the economics of repricing. Excellent. So do let me know. I can put the link uh, below the YouTube
0: video. Thank you. will do. Video. Yeah. Excellent. So, and uh, and also, you know, I, I'd like to mention that uh, people who are listening to this that. Um, Adrian or Adrian's team will be with us in Manchester for Amherfest UK So if you'd like to find out how Snap can help your business grow uh, by giving you a right profit margin so be there on 11th of March um, and then talk to the team and find out uh, you know a bit more about it. So for sure okay excellent so let's wrap up today so if somebody is to find you Adrian, where's the best place to get to you?
1: Fantastic question. So you can find us at, at seller um, and feel free to reach out to the team um, there through our, you know, any of our customer channels or through our social media networks. Um, and we, you know, always, we always love having a chat that the team is very well-rounded and, and just enjoys a bit of ch- a chat about strategy or the industry as well. So um, feel free to reach out and, and, you know, we, we look forward to Amifest. Um, also with, with eChameleon, which is big friends of ours here at Snap. So we can't wait to be there to, to, to see everyone from um, Emma and from eChameleon and everyone else in the space. We're looking forward to it. Excellent. Excellent. So thanks again, Adrian, for your time today. I'll speak to you soon. All the best.
0: All the best, Prabhat. See you soon. See you soon.